Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So, you know, it technically is the 2020 Olympics. And in that vein, since 2020 was so crazy, I guess the 2020 Olympics continue to be so crazy. It is It is different. And, and when major stars like a Simone Biles has an injury that may knock her out from the rest of the Olympic competition, she still has more phases to go pulled out of the team event yesterday has pulled out of the all-around event which is scheduled for today or actually is probably going on at this hour in Japan and she still has the individual competition coming up next week she may have to pull out of all that too what that that's just a terrible it's a heartbreaker it man is. it really is those gymnasts they they have a very I mean other than that chick from uh Europe, who's been being a gymnast, she's like what forty nine now. She's been in there since Atlanta, uh, which that's unbelievable. You know that hats off to her, man. That's awesome, but that's that is definitely not the rule. Um, that's the exception. So Biles, yeah, Biles is a great athlete. She's twenty four years old and a conditioned, superb athlete. But look what they go through. Their I body can understand is how the injuries will happen. It's a dangerous sport in that respect. You have the balance beam and the high bars and all this sort of thing. So it is really demanding. And I just feel badly for her because she is a champion and received so much publicity. Yeah, it's it's definitely got to be crushing. Uh, so, men's basketball. Well, <laughs> the USA wins this one. I, and you knew they would. I jokingly the other day said USA men would win this one by 100. It was only 54 that they won it by. The Iranian team has no business being there. They don't play basketball in Iran. They build nuclear weapons over there. <laughs> allegedly. 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 <laughs> Don't uh, get us sued. That's, <laughs> or attacked. What, what's, what's the disclaimer that you put on now? Opinions are not necessarily those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we should probably close out our conversations every day with that. That Anyways, might be Anyway, it's 120-66. Uh, the USA won the game. And now some of, the, some of the scribes who have been covering this, well, now the USA is getting its mojo back. Come on. It's Iran, for heaven's sake. You're going to whip them, and they'll whip the next team they play, too, the Czech Republic. They're not as bad as Iran, but they are not in the caliber of a USA Olympic team. Then you get to the knockout round. This is where one and done, this is where I have great fears. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's so is a long way to go, and maybe the team is coming together. They're certainly capable of doing that. Hopefully they're not underestimating any opponent, though. That's I can the, assure you that's not going to. Uh, let's hopefully they don't. That maybe the uh, the first game loss will keep them uh, on their toes throughout the rest of the uh, search. But you know, in the medal count, the uh, USA leads with a total of thirty. But uh, we were a number one in gold. That is now since gone to Japan. Yeah, they so. have uh, ten. USA has ten gold, eleven silver, and nine bronze. M- many of those medals are coming in the swimming competition, which is still going on. Still have track and field to go, and USA should be very, very good in that. Yeah, uh, hopefully we can dominate, and I just want to see USA at number one. That will make me happy. So, uh, Mizzou on the hunt for a new athletics director. They are. Jim Sterk, who had been the athletic director for just over four years, stepped down on Monday. The university says, well, we'll go on a national or nationwide search for that new AD, and see exactly what happens. A little bit of a surprise that Mr. Sturk resigned at this point. 
No reason given. There is some hint that he may be seeking another AD job. The man is 65 years old, could be seeking another AD job. He did not give a specific reason why he's stepping down. But that comes at a time when Oklahoma and uh, Texas are joining the conference that Missouri is in right now, the Southeastern Conference. Whether or not that was a factor, who knows, because it did happen on the same day that that official announcement was made. But we'll see, see what happens. And uh, yes, Mizzou is searching for that new AD. Maybe uh, you're right. Maybe you're onto something. 65, maybe wanting to make a little bit more money before he retires, get that high-paying job, and then get out and head to the beach. So the St. Louis Cardinals have a quick two-game series against the newly crowned Cleveland Guardians. (laughs) Did they win? Actually, they won't be the Guardians until 2022, but that's all right. Might as well start calling them the Guardians now. Words out. The uh, Cardinals do win. Got a 4-2 win over the Cleveland Indians, which they are now a home run by Paul DeYoung, who's just really had a very, very mediocre year at the at the best. Hits a two-run homer and puts the Cardinals ahead 3-2, and then Harrison Bader added another run a little bit later on. 4-2 win for the Cardinals. It's a nice win. Adam Wainwright got the victory. You kind of knew this was going to happen because Wainwright was not known by the Indians. They never faced the guy. And even at 39 years of age, Wainwright with that big old Uncle Charlie curveball and all the breaking pitches and nibbling at the corners, that makes a very big difference that he can be effective against a team that does not know what to expect. And the Cardinals were able to take advantage of that, come away with a 4-2 win. Does not help them in the standings. They're still eight games out because the Brewers won last night, as did the Cincinnati Reds. But uh, these two teams play again today in Cleveland, then take tomorrow off, then the Twins come into St. Louis to play, and the Twins are having a terrible year. This will be a terrific chance for the Cardinals to get well. If they want to gain some ground, this is the time to do it because they're only one game behind Cincinnati, so that's a, that's a good thing, but they definitely got some ground to cover between the Brewers and themselves, so they will have to change that. It's funny because the uh, Kansas City Royals started off the season white hot, then they kind of cooled down a little bit, and they came back, won six in a row, won their first game in the series against the White Sox. Did they make it two? They did not. Unfortunately, the Royals had the lead late in the game, but a guy named Eloy Jimenez, who is one of the White Sox really great star players who has not played at all this year, hurt himself in spring training with a torn pectoral muscle, Well, he's now been activated, and what does he do? Comes to bat in the eighth inning and hits a three-run homer, and the White Sox win the game 5-3. to The White Sox, who are really not a power-hitting team, they're just a good, solid baseball team, uh, do really need the power, and Jimenez, now newly activated, activated at the expense of Jake Berger from Missouri State University, who was sent back to the minor leagues when that activation took place yesterday does come up with a three-run homer. That helps White Sox continue to run away in the American League Central Division. Nobody's going to catch them. They're almost 10 games, not literally, but almost 10 games in front of the field. They're a real good team. Tony LaRusse has done a nice job of bringing them together. Ain't that something, man, coming back after all these years and just uh, running it like you never forgot it, man. It just shows you how good of a manager he is. Uh, you know, speaking of which, uh, it was nice, especially in the spring college football season, to be able to have some nice things to say about Missouri State football for a change. You know, like, oh my God, the future is actually looking pretty damn bright, and uh, we're getting close to uh, the actual an actual fall season of college football. 
So the pre-rankings have started. Where they uh, sit in Missouri State? It's realistic. Where they were picked by the media and by the athletic directors and sports information directors at each of the colleges. It's realistic. The Bears were picked sixth. Now that's that doesn't sound like it's very high, but it is their highest preseason pick in many years. But you didn't expect them to be up there number one. Number one is South Dakota State. That's the team that played for the national championship. Did not win. Maybe should have, but did not. South Dakota State's Jackrabbits, they're number one. North Dakota State, which is the perennial national champion. They weren't last year, but they're up there all the time. They're picked number two. And then North Dakota, that is the team that beat the Bears in the playoffs last spring. They're picked number three, and then so forth down the line. The Bears are sixth. I think that's realistic. I said to me the other day, he said, you know, the Bears could have a really, really good year and be just 500 or below. That's how good this conference is. It's a tough is. conference to play it's, in. It's maybe and arguably the best of the Division One AA. That's what I'm going to call it. FCS is what their official name is, but the heck with that. It, it's arguably the best one AA conference in the country. It is really good, loaded with talent. And uh, I think the Bears can figure into that mix, but it may be, it may be, Rocky, we'll see what happens. We just need to figure out what they're feeding those boys in North and South Dakota and start feeding them down here, you know <laughs> what I mean? I don't know if it's the Cheerios or the Wheaties, but we need to figure that out and get into the Bears. Ned, you have a wonderful Wednesday, sir.